0: Welcome to Mini Math Chats, here to help math educators build confidence and spark inspiration for teaching math in less time than it takes you to run to the bathroom. I'm Mona, a former math avoider, teacher, and math coach. Everything changed for me when I started using a student-centered approach that honored my students' ideas and gave them space to focus on the problem-solving process, not just the product. In these mini math chats, I'll give you quick ideas and insights to do just that in your math community. Every Wednesday morning, we'll meet right here to jumpstart your math mindset for the day. Math practice standard number five, use appropriate tools strategically. So students need to make connections between representations in order to deepen their understanding of math. Representations become the tools that our students use for problem solving. So standards for mathematical practice number five says, and I quote, mathematically proficient students consider the available tools while solving a mathematical problem. Proficient students are sufficiently familiar with tools appropriate for their grade or course to make sound decisions about when each of these tools might be helpful recognizing both the insight to be gained and their limitations. So what does this mean for us in our day-to-day life in our math classrooms? I think four things. Number one, make tools available to students, ones that are appropriate for your unit. Number two, students use those tools strategically. Number three, Discuss how and why some tools are helpful, and then discuss when they are not helpful or strategic or appropriate. And number four, students should be making decisions about their tools and then discussing that reasoning with their peers. All right. So what questions might you ask when you're conferring or facilitating a discussion about math tools? The beauty of this is, is this could be the focus of your whole math discussion for that day. Or you could set the intention of going around and conferencing with students about their math tool choice. So the focus of these questions, I like to get really to the part of that standard of strategic, right? So I might ask these four questions. Number one, how does this tool help you solve? Number two, what are you trying and how's it going? Number three, have you tried using blank, insert a math tool? Did it work? How did it work? And then number four, have you thought of what your answer might be? what estimation did you make? During Word Problem Workshop, which is our daily workshop to incorporate all of the standards for mathematical practice and ensure the mathematical success for all students, we use math tools every single day. Here's a few ways. During the grapple time, students are welcome to use manipulatives or representations, drawings, or symbolic methods. In any way they choose, it's completely open. Nothing is required except that they clearly communicate their math thinking. So whatever they choose to do is accepted. And in the beginning of the year, we have a lot of conversations on tools, not toys. But students really do learn quickly which tools make the most sense for them, which just take up their limited amount of time, and which just are plain ineffective. Students only productively struggle or grapple for eight minutes, so they really can't be wasting all of their time assembling blocks if it's more efficient to draw them. Or if they use fraction tiles, then it might make more sense to just draw a number line. However, let me be clear, I do not tell students what they have to do. Instead, in our discussion in our share, we explore these ideas of strategically using appropriate tools. Students model how they use the tools in the discussion. If they're chosen as one of the two to three shares that day, I have them bring the manipulative that they used or bring the tool that they used to share with their peers. Then students also describe why they chose that tool and how it helped them solve. We discuss as a group which tools are more efficient and more effective. And the focus is always on sharing your mathematical thinking and communicating it clearly. And so I question students to discuss if this tool was able to show their thinking clearly. Through this discussion, students make future choices about what tools work well in those types of real-world contexts and problems, and which are just a time waster or just don't help accommodate the goal. So I encourage you to make your math manipulatives available to your students. Give them the power of choosing what they need to solve. And this really communicates to our students that you trust them to do the thinking and the choosing during math. Just think, we let our students choose what they read, right? Let's trust our students to choose what tools they need to solve the math problem that we give them. I'll see you right back here next week on Wednesday for our mini math chat all about math practice number six, Attending to Precision.